Connect and be blessed by the teachings of Pastor Charles Sinyaba, which will enable you to live a distinguished and supernatural life. Pastor Charles Sinyaba is a young and anointed man of God and preacher of the gospel. He's the head pastor of the Hopewell Revival Church, a vibrant supernatural youth church and the praying family, a non-denominational fellowship on KNUST campus. Have an expectation and prepare your heart to receive from God as you connect to the undiluted word of God. Let's delve into today's message. Ephesians 5.19, quickly. Ephesians 5.19. Uh-huh. Speaking to one another uh-huh. with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Songs from the Spirit. Speaking to one another. So there are times when I meet at the far. We see, no, just watch it. So. Read it, read it. Speaking to one another with psalms. With what? Psalms. Hymns, hymns and songs from the spirit and songs from the spirit that's what that you are there then your partner also sing Imagine I do I do sign the light. Hey Wow. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart. So there are songs. Maybe you were bounced for the visa. Hey. The lady bounced a proposal. Yes, hey. James, have you been bounced before? Wow. So don't cry. Instead of crying, sing in songs and melody, making melody in your heart. Let me talk to you about something very short. Say very short. Matthew 7, verse 21. Now, this is judgment day. It's like, no matter how you dress your face, one day will come your face who will do abroa. Do you know abroa? Old woman. So no matter how a lady pumps the buttocks, one day it will fall. One day it shall be called Babylon has fallen. The walls of Jericho will fall. So one day, we will all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. First Corinthians 5.10 We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Whether you are prepared or not. Now, death does not come to those who are prepared. Man of God, me, I'm not prepared to die. Does death? No. No. So you must prepare all the time. Now, this message is in connection to awaken us once again. What do you think? Pay attention to what I'm saying. Now, look at this. Matthew 7.21 Uh-huh. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord. Not everyone who says to me, Jesus, Jesus. Will enter the kingdom of heaven. Will enter the kingdom of heaven. But only the one who does the will of my father. Only the one who does the will of the father. Probably I will treat that next time, but continue. Who is in heaven. Uh-huh. Verse 22. Verse 22. Many will say to me on that day. Now look at this. Which day? Judgment day. Now, after we are done with whatever we have to do on earth and we translate to heaven, 
Many will say to Jesus on that day in heaven, or probably whilst we are being judged, many will say to him, look at this, on judgment day, so there is a judgment day. So you have to be very careful how you are living your life. Like a student, when you enter the semester, it looks like you have a long days ahead of you. But the day of judgment to come, which is the day of exams, where you'll be chewing your pen like Sokodia. So on judgment day, many will tell me, Lord, Lord, now look at this part. We prophesied in your name. We cast out demons in your name. And we performed many miracles in your name. Now, is it not a wonderful accolade? Do you know that God wants us to cast out demons in his name? Do you know? Do you know that God wants us to perform many miracles in his name? Now you realize that we performed not by our mind. We performed not by our power. We performed because of the name. Now watch this. So on that day, many will come to Jesus and say, but we performed many miracles in your name. That simply means that we used your name to get many things. We used your name to travel. We used your name to heal. We used your name to do many things. But look at what Jesus will say to them. Verse 23. But I will reply to them, I never knew you. So though many will prophesy, and the prophecy will be accurate by the anointing. Now I'm preaching about the anointing. Many will be anointed, but few will enter the kingdom. So now, I am talking to you about the anointing. But what is the use of being anointed without being accepted? After doing whatever you have to do with the anointing, after prophesying with the anointing, after traveling with the anointing, after doing business with the anointing, after marrying the anointing, the anointer tells you, I don't know you. So as much as I am talking to you about what the anointing can do for you, you must also be interested in what you can do for the anointed. But I will reply, I never knew you. Go away. The things you did were unauthorized. Hmm. I'm going to show you that there is something more important beyond the anointing. Because I don't want you to repeat the same mistake on judgment day. But Lord, didn't we change resources by the anointing? Didn't we travel by the anointing? Didn't the anointing do so many things for us? Why is it you are telling me that you don't know me? Because to be anointed without a certain ingredient was a waste of life. But I'll reply you, I never knew you. Go away. The things you did, so you did things, but they were not authorized. Now what authorizes what we do? That's the question now. What authorizes me when I cast out demons? If I don't do it with something, it was not authorized. How many want to know that key? Let me ask you a question. How many of you want to do so many things on earth only to get to heaven and God will tell you, I don't know you. You were so much anointed. Your bus- you have so many businesses across the country. You see? Imagine you have so many companies. And you got all these things by the anointing. You, know? you achieved everything by the anointing. It was not by scam. It was by the anointing. But the one who gave you the anointing on judgment day, because anything God gives you, one day you account for it. The time he's giving you, the body has given you, the clothing has given you, the everything God has given you, one day you account for it. 
There is nothing like freedom. Obviously, I got my own body. I got my own time. You got your own time? One day you account for it. That's what the Bible says. We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ and account for whatever we use our body for. Whatever we use the body for. Heaven is recording it. Whether I see it, whether any prophecy, whether your grandmother says, whether your grandmother God is recording it. And one day we all appear. That's what the Bible says. Before him, everything is naked. Before God, everything is naked. There's nothing like secret before God. You may have a password on your phone, but before God, it is password. There's no way. It's password. I can password. If God can part the Red Sea, is your phone he can part? So now the question is, what would authorize us to use the anointing so that when we get before God, he will not say, I never knew you. How many want to know the key before we close? Look at the verse 24. Anyone who listens to my teaching and obeys me is wise like a person. Now let me see something here. Give me the amplified. You will cast out demons in his name. You hear the sick in his name. You raise the dead in his name. Only for you to appear before the one you have been using the name to do these things. And you will tell the name anyway. He only responded to his name, not to you. There are times in order for you not to put shame on his name. God sometimes does not respond to men of God because they are anointed. He responds to them because of his name. He, he respects. Now, how many of you realize that there are people, when an issue happens in the big company, they will never let it go out. They will cover it. Do you know that? Why? When it goes out, it will dent their integrity. So do, they will do everything to rubbish it or cover it. So sometimes God does many things to cover his name, not for you. Now look at this, verse 23, quickly, quickly. And I will say to them openly, openly. So imagine one that the God tells me openly before all of you. Charles never, I never knew. And I know some of you say, it is not the end of the castle demon. And yes, we knew. It was the same name of Jesus, but the reason why he said, I never knew you, is because there must be something of God in you for him to know you. There must be something of God in you for him to identify himself with you. Now, what is of God that must be in you for you to, so it is not the using of the name that will make God identify himself with you. There is something of God that must be in you for you to be authorized to use the name. Then I will say to them openly and publicly, I never knew you. Depart from me. You act wickedly, disregarding my command. So the question is, what is the command? How many of you are ready to know the command? This is where the miracle is. So today you will be anointed. But being anointed without having this command in you, you will not be a commander. You may use it now, but on the judgment day, God will say, you only use my name. Unauthorized. So there is something that authorizes us to use the name. What do you think? Let me tell you what the command he was talking about here. How many want to know? Matthew 22, 36. So what was the command? So that simply means that many are using the name to cast out demons. Many are using the name to heal the sick. Many are using the name to get dresses. Many are using the name to travel, to do many things. But on that day, he will say, I never knew you because you disregarded my command. Now, what is the command? One day, a man came to Jesus and said, what is the greatest word command? And now Jesus reveals to us, teacher, which kind of commandment is great and important? Now, look at this. The principal kind in the law, some commandments are light 
which are heavy. So there are some wet in the spirit. There are some things which are very light before God, but there are some things which are very heavy. Now, one of the things that can draw God's attention to a man is the word mercy. Anytime a man employs the mercy of God, God will turn to the man. But this is stronger than mercy. Verse 37. And Jesus replied to the man, you shall love the Lord your God with all your... So there are people using the anointing without loving God. So they are only using the anointing to get the things they want, but they don't love the one they are using. For instance, come. This girl is my boss at workplace. Now follow me very carefully. I'm talking about the anointing, but I'm talking about what will happen on that day after using the anointing to get all the things you want, but you never fell in love with the one who gave you the anointing. So Jesus says, though you use my anointing to get many things, but I'll tell you that I never knew you. And anything you do on earth, which is not known in eternity, was a waste of life. Anything you achieve on earth, any, have you ever seen somebody drive a car by that, like they have died and they have buried them with a car and the person says, okay, make up. So I'm taking my Range Rover. But do you know, the anointing can give you Range Rover, can give you story building, can give you a good wife, but when you die, can you take the good wife with you? So now this girl is my boss at a workplace. I use everything provided for me at the workplace. But the truth is, I don't like her. I only pretend to like her because of the things she can give me. So as far as I'm getting things from her, I like her. The moment the things start coming from her, I don't like her. So there are many of us, we are taking advantage of the anointing of God's power to get things. But the truth is, we don't love God. So on that day, he will say to us, though through my anointing, you were able to travel. But the truth is, I don't know you because you never loved me. You workers of iniquity and you who disregard my command. And what is the greatest command? And Jesus replied to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your so that simply means that when God presses a search button in your heart, he should not find abroad, he should find Jesus. When God presses a search button and God places an opportunity and God places him there, you should be able to forego. So that simply means that anything the anointing will provide for you, when the anointer stands there, don't go for the anointer, go for the anointer. Do you understand? Now, this is a bucket of the anointing. That can give me everything I need in life. Okay? And stand there. This is Coke. This is the one who produces the Coke. Will I go for Coke or the one who produces the Coke? If I go for this one, it will what? But if I go for this one, it will follow me. Seek ye first. Seek ye first. Seek ye. Not second. So many of us, when we get thirsty, because of the current situation. We go for the cook to satisfy, forgetting that we'll be hungry again. That's what David said. The Lord will anoint me afresh. Thou anoint me with fresh oil. So that simply means that God can anoint you one today and you go low tomorrow. But if you have him with you, he produces the oil. That is why Jesus said to the woman at the well, if you know of the one asking of your water, you will give him. That simply means that if you know the one who created this well, who created the water from the well, and that Jesus was talking to the woman. And Jesus said to the woman, I know this one has satisfied you, but I'm the one to satisfy you. So on that day, he will say to many, you used my anointing to get many things. But the reason why I don't know you is because you were interested in things. You were not interested in me. 
So a man came to Jesus and said, what is the greatest commandment? And Jesus said, love the Lord thy God with all your heart. Tell somebody and say, hey. Shake the person and say, hey. Some of you, when it comes to serving God and other things, you choose other things. Jesus replied, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart. So when God opens your heart, you should not find two people there. You should find one person. There are people who have stopped coming to church because the things they were asking God for, they didn't get it. Can I ask a question? You are asking God for things. You've not gotten it, but you have the one who can give you the things. So, as I'm here, I'm not worried about things I don't have because the one who can provide for me is in me. Christ in you. Listen, Samson's life became empty when the one who made him left him. The Bible says, Samson woke up and said, I will seek myself as other times and tear lions and do exploits. They were clapping for Samson because they thought Samson was great. No, no, there was a great force. Listen to me. Don't allow the lions you've killed in life make you forget the lion of the tribe of Judah in you. Don't allow the gate you carry make you forget that there is somebody in you that makes you carry the gate. So what I'm trying to say is that don't allow the things the anointing can give you make you forget about the anointer, which is Jesus Christ. Don't love things the anointing can produce. The anointing can produce money. The anointing can produce abroad. That is why many people fail God when they travel. Because all this while, they were not interested in God. They are interested in what God can give. So when many people travel abroad, they forget about God. Oh, yeah, be Oh, fuck shit, man. Shit, shit, man. You know, you got, got shit. You got, you got to fuck me, man. You got to, you got to, eh? You got to, you got to. God will not say anything. But on that day, you will say, Lord. But you were the one who gave me the visa to travel. And God will say, yes, I gave it to you, but I don't know you. Because you only came to me because of the things I can give you, but you're not interested in me. So the greatest commandment in the Bible, that's why he said, depart from me, ye those who disregard my command. And what is the command? Love thy Lord thy God with all your heart. When God opens your heart now, will you find two gods or one God? You shall love the Lord, your God, with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. One day, the Philistines captured the ark of God and they placed the ark of God in the midst of other gods. They woke up and the other gods had fallen. The day you accepted Jesus, he came in the midst of other gods. What is the other gods? Outing is a god. There are some of you, until you go out, you are not satisfied. So what gives you satisfaction is going out. But the moment God comes in, he must dethrone that spirit and stay as a god. There are some of you, when you don't hear from your boyfriend, you say, I can't think straight. Hey! You can't think straight. Who created your brains? I'm not comfortable. I've not heard from him. Has he gotten somebody? Why is he not testing me? So Akwesi, oh, Akwesi has gotten somebody. Eh? Meanwhile, that day, the person has not meditated on the word of God. But David said, Thy word I meditate day and night. You see, David proved that he loved God more than Michal. Michal's opinion did not matter. What mattered was what God mattered. So one day, David, the king, was dancing. You are holy, oh, holy. You are holy, oh, holy, oh. 
You are holy, oh holy. Holy is the Lamb. You are mighty God, mighty. So David the king was dancing. You are mighty God, mighty God. You are mighty God, mighty. Mighty is the Lamb. Ah, and the wife whom David loves was looking at the king in a telescope. Ladies have special telescope. This foolish boy is naked in himself. Do you know that any ordinary person would have apologized to the girl and say, Sorry for doing that. I didn't know you were disgraced. Babe, I will never do it again. But when David came before Mika, I said, Me. That was Mika's nickname. Me. You think it started in your day? It started in the days of David. What name do you call it? Hey. What name do you call him? Please, if you are the one here, she has betrayed you already. Okay, what name did you use to call her? D, 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 D. What name did you use to call somebody? Hey, stand here. Remember in the name of Jesus. Okay, you are the one married. What name do you use to call it? Dili. Dili. D. Some people call their husbands Apple. Apple. Or some call their own Mango. Or my Guava. Or my horse. Ride or die. So, whilst David was dancing, ah. So David was busy dancing, and the man was exposing himself. And the wife said, Oh, you were from the bush, you are still doing the bush things here. The girl was saying that if you truly love me, prove to me by not dancing this way again. And David said, me. Me, I love you, but the truth is. And David quoted the scripture. Love the Lord thy God with all, all. What gave David the throne? The anointing. But David was worshipping the anointer. Don't let the throne. There are some people there, when they get big boss position, like when they get some office job, it is hot. It is hot. It is hot. We promoted it from secretary to tell me something. You were a security man. God showed you message and promoted you small. Now you used to be an usher. I said, first you know, my, now my schedules are tight. Tight. It's no meal. I remember I came to the altar and I prayed and God gave me a breakthrough. And now the breakthrough has now breaking me down. Apostle, like the truth is, the truth, I don't really have enough time. I wish I had time, but Apostle, nowadays, you see, God knows my, God knows. But I told somebody yesterday, do you know that no matter how blessed a Muslim is, they don't miss their prayers. And I don't know whether you were called a Christian or not. One small breakthrough, you don't have time. You don't have time. 
Shake has time. Shake. Hajia. has time. How many of you went to buy something from a Muslim and they were not there? You stay for them to go and come. But let a Christian enter the same realm of blessing. They will tell you something. So the anointing can give you things. But if care is not taken, the things can become a God in your heart. And on that day, listen, no matter what the anointing gives you now, don't forget about the anointer. The God who gave you all things. One of the secrets of David was, no matter the promotion, no matter the breakthrough, no matter the blessing, he was sure not to forget about God. And that's what David wrote and said, that I may dwell. David had a big palace. But when David said, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord, David didn't forget that there was a God who lifted him. And the greatest commandment is to love the Lord thy God with all your... Don't love the car. Don't marry your job. Love the Lord thy God with all your heart. When we split your heart open, it should not be about business, 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 business. As I'm preaching, you are doing calculation in your mind. Uh, this man owes me. No, I type it. So you may think he's taking notes. He's taking notes of those who owe him. I have to call Hajia. No, 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 no. I have to make this order. So what somebody is doing this? Do you know what they are calculating? Is that people come to church to remember the people who owe them. I say, ah, thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And there are people, whilst I'm preaching, that's when they remember who broke their heart. You are an usher. Now the anointing gave you a certain job. Now the job has not taken your time more than God. You promise I will serve God. I will give my heart. God, eh? you, I will shock you if you shock me. And God said, let us give him vets, car vets. First, now they talk to about Bantam. It's okay, just go to it. You are driving home car, you're not giving excuses. Didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we travel in your name? Didn't we go to school in your name? Were we not healed in your name? But on that day, he will say, I never knew you. Why? You fell in love in the things the name gave you. You didn't fall in love with the one who gave you the things. Some of you love your phone more than the Bible. The whole day you can be on WhatsApp, yet nobody's messaging you. You are always expecting a message from a ghost. Have you realized that people don't message you? Now the world has become so tight that people don't have time for you. Your own biological mother also called on crowd. And you want somebody to wake up early in the morning and send you a flower. It is not bad to do the romantic stuff, but God should be first. If God has not received your rose flower, Adwata does not deserve it. Is there any Adwata here? <laughs> forgive, forgive me, forgive me. Tell some don't love the things the anointing can give you. There are people when they get to the UK say, we've come, we've come. Ingan time, Ingan time, Ingan time. Oko, three months also. Miss Wako invested from a primate university. Went to Mankabra for that. Oko, was Ingan time, Ingan time. Why didn't you come to church? I don't have church attire. But you have home attire. You have street attire. Hey, yesterday, when I came back from Alton, I started thinking about Muslims. And I said, that's why their God is blessing them. Because no matter how, what blessing comes to a Muslim, eh? I'm preaching. 
know that Muslims have mastered, no matter how successful they are, they don't miss their five times prayer. 35 times a week. Why would their God bless them? You are always busy. Madam, busy. Boy, busy. Who are you busy with? One boy busy. Now, say three hours. Do you truly love me? Do you truly love me? Prove it. Count one to thousand. <laughs> Count one to thousand. Now, be imagine four. So one, two, three. But the train everything else. Hey, the lady said, no, no, I don't like the tone which you are talking with. Restart. Love the Lord thy. The anointing will give you things, but don't let your heart be in things. Where your treasure is, so is your heart. If your treasure is in your car, God can sometimes let fire burn your house to see where your love is. Nothing should compete with the love of God in your heart. He is a God who is a jealous God. Nothing should compete. The anointing will give you things. The anointing will make you marry, but your wife should not take the place of God. That's what the Bible says. Love your wife as Christ. So if a man gets to marry you but doesn't have the love of Christ, he will bury you. Yeah. Tell me the truth. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not joking. The Bible says, husband, love your wives as Christ. So if the guy doesn't know the love of Christ, how can you love you as Christ loved the church? He will remove the front, the rabbit is now Richard Beach and obey your floor. Marry a guy who is rooted in Christ. Not a pastor, but a man who is rooted in Christ. Christ. Has the fear of God. Apostle, he has six pass. Eh? Apostle, do you know what he does for me? I know he satisfies you in bed. But let him marry and see. Marriage is different from relationship. Hello, Bay. How's your day? Eh? When you marry, you know that Bay is not day. Husbands, love your wives as Christ. As Christ. Wives, submit to your husband. Husband, love your wives. I told somebody yesterday the responsibility of husbands are more stronger than girls. Let me say, do you know how you did what Christ lost us? That's how God is commanding us, we boys, to love girls. You have not gotten to the place of Christ's love. Don't propose. I'm telling you. Wait, some guys will say, Me, I'm not ready for nonsense. Then don't be ready to get married. Because nonsense is over. Because how many Christians can bear witness that you have been doing nonsense? But open your that's how God is also say, as guys, entertain girls' foolishness. If we're going to entertain your husband's foolishness, and I want to divorce, I want to divorce. Has Christ divorced you? You're making me even preach about relationship right now. So he replied to him and said, you shall love the Lord thy God. You shall love money. You shall love sex. I'm not saying sex is bad. Sex is good, but do you love money or sex? Which one do you love? The lo <laughs> Tell someone, love the Lord. Thy God. With all your heart. That simply means that when money is gone and when God is gone, go for God. Yeah? I'm telling you. I, listen, I'm telling you. Go to the one who can give you more than what you're going for. You are rather going for a thousand. But that God can. Look at the lady. They prepared an amount of money to travel. But God did operation in Ghana. So do you know that people respect Indian lawyers, Indian doctors that are more than God? But the Bible says, love the Lord thy God. So God will give you things, but don't let things become God. God will give you that breakthrough. God will make you travel, but when you travel, don't forget about God. The Christian body today only knows about things. 
When it's about their business, they don't joke. But when it's about their service in the house of God, they joke. They play around with it. When they are also in church, they do anything anyhow. But when it's their business, the way they can shout at their maid, hey, we have a bubble. A bubble. That same person does not apply the same energy when it comes to the things of God. You may succeed on earth, but on judgment, the God will say, I never knew you. For you not to hear this from God that I never knew you. Why don't you do what he's telling you? Love the Lord thy God with all your. That simply means the things of God should be taken seriously more than the things of your life. When you take God serious, he will take you serious. When you put God first, he'll put you first. There are people on God's payroll. That the pastor said, the Lord told him, never charge any money when you go to any. But look at how the man has risen to know the most anointed man in the world. He doesn't charge, yet the man has taken charge of the world. He doesn't charge. He doesn't charge when he ministers. Pastor Elvis has never taken on a room. God told him, never take any on a room. And now, as I'm talking to you, you see, but I'm telling you, he's one of the most blessed man. I'm telling you, when I say blessed, he's blessed. When you hide the commandment of God in your heart, when you put God first, he'll put you as a commander. He'll make you a commander of riches. And listen to it. I'm giving one of the most secret things of our Christianity. Don't run after things. Run after the things that can bring the things. When you run after God, things will run after you. I'm telling you. So number one, love the Lord thy God with all your... So what does... Number one secret of becoming faultless before judgment day. That when it comes to judgment day, when God scans your heart, God will not see abroad. UK, 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 Canada, 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 or uh, uh, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, or Selendor, Selendor, Selendor. No! When your heart is split and open, the only thing we must see is Jesus. The things of God. Your love for God, your passion for souls. Anything about God should be in your heart. Not even the name of a car. There are men of God who are driving cars, they don't even know their name. There are men of God who are driving cars, they don't even know the name of the car. Why? When you put God first, other things will follow. Number two, look at verse 28. These are the two secrets. To have a for free judgment after the anointing comes upon you. And look at it. And a second is like, you shall love your neighbor as you do to yourself. So there are two commandments. Now James should be able to love me like he will love himself. That simply means that anything I wish for myself, I should wait for James. Do you know that there are people who are using the anointing to get things from themselves, but they don't want others to also benefit from the same thing the anointing is giving them? Do you know that? Or do you know that? Do you know that there are family members who have traveled abroad, but they don't want anybody to join them? They want to be the family champion. Do you know that? But the Bible is also commanded. Now, Jesus is telling us what will make him say, I never knew. And the first one is, if you don't love the Lord thy God with all your heart and with all your mind, he will say, I never knew. Number two, if you don't love your neighbor as yourself, he will say, I never knew. So that simply means that you can be anointed to get things, but what brings God's authorization on your life is love. When you're a man of love, may God fill you with your love. There are people, when they get an opportunity, they don't want anybody to get. Do you know there are people like that? They will never recommend you. Because they feel like they're in competition with you. Such people can never pass the judgment of God. He said, and second is like, you shall love your neighbor as you do to yourself. So that simply means that something you don't do to yourself, don't do it to somebody. And but today, it's sad. Our world is breaking apart because there is no love. Mothers are selling children. Mothers are encouraging children to do nasty things in order to get food. Whatever you are doing now, the truth is, 
Now let me ask a question. The thing you are doing, if a friend comes to you, would you do the same thing for the person? Some of you have connections to travel, a scholarship link. What person will come and apply? Are you getting it? So whatever you are wishing the anointing to give you, wish that the anointing also do the same thing for another person. That's what God wants. So number one, love the Lord thy God with your heart. And number two, love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. As my people, whenever I'm eating, I make sure that they're also eating. You ask them. Yesterday after prayer, I wanted to dash somebody a drink. He said, oh, he's full. Man of God, am I lying? But today you are empty home. <laughs> if you wear a nice shoe, wish that your neighbor... You see, let me say this. If we truly become Christians, we will never know poor people amongst us. The Bible says in the book of Acts, there was no poor people among them because the disciples sold their properties and shared amongst themselves. And the reason why the church is not marching forward is because... Having to realize now, our friends don't even buy food outside for us to even eat some. May God stir your heart to love. So you will be anointed today, but being anointed without loving God and without loving your neighbor was a waste of life. What is the use of your car if you're the only one sitting in the car? What is the use of your food if you're the only one who do ill after eating? What is the use of your wedding if you're the only one who enjoyed that day? Yes, we must cook enough food for us to come and enjoy. That is why on that day, Jesus, John chapter 2, Jesus went to a wedding and made sure there was enough drink for everybody to drink. Even Jesus. For God so loved the world that he gave. Love gives. Don't be wicked. That small blazer you are using in GHS, why is he keeping it? Give it out. Sooner and call us Lift up your head, oh eagles. He will say on that day, depart from me. On that day, may God never say depart from me. So with all your travel, with all your masters, with all your PhD, with everything on that day, after accumulating everything in his name, on that day, he will tell you I never knew you. Hey, would you want that, my brother? No. So what are the two keys for him not to say I never knew? Love the Lord thy God with all your, and number two, love your neighbor as yourself. Sometimes you go to town, you realize that when you picture yourself in the dress, it doesn't fit you, but it will fit your neighbor. Buy for him. Love it. On my birthday, I had so many gifts. Watches, shoes. My friend brought me one of my favorite shoes. I said, I like I tried to put my leg, my leg was not going. And I knew that it was not for me. I entered my bathhouse. I was about to bath. When I bent down, I wanted to pour it on myself. And my friend's name was, and I said, I was like, why are you? I have a gift for you. Do you know the funny thing? When he wore the shoes, he said, ah, do you know my shoe size? You don't know where the thing just came from. No one, the one who also gifted me the shoe, who was my first time of seeing me, he came, that was his first time, he said, I came to honor you. I came to honor you. But the truth is, I was a vessel through which God wanted to honor my friend. 
So I received and I gave it out. Some of you have received gifts, you know it doesn't fit you. Brazen is your, your breast is smaller than the brazen. Hold it, hold it. The boxer, your waist is small. That's it. When your hands are full, heavens will not empty over you. Carry that. No, no, let her carry it. Come, take it. Now, this is what is happening in the spirit. There are things with you which must go out for other things to come to you. Some of you, the reason God has not changed your closet is because you are still keeping the old things. If any man be in Christ, everything else has become new. All things are passed. So there are some old things that must pass on to others so that new things from heaven can come to you. <laughs> iPhone 12 Pro Muscle, 256. You see, that is wickedness of Christians today. The opportunity doesn't fit you, but you still want to grab it. The guy doesn't fit you, say, Ang. You realize that your guy, this guy would, listen, I connected a lady to a brother and they are married they are recent babies, twins. Sarah. I just did. They are married. Now when I watch their tattoos, the girl will call my brother Win Bay. They were about to write to Asi and I said, oh, Charlie, my brother was in Kumasi and the lady was in Tamale Girls. And I said, oh, let me do some connection. I said, uh, I said, Godwin. They're married. If it is not me, the lady will not marry anybody. If it is not me, she will not marry anybody. But as I'm talking, they are giving birth to nice twins. One boy, one girl, fair boy. The lady is a nurse. The guy is also a manager somewhere. You see, you know the guy doesn't fit you. Balance the thing. Love your neighbor as your so now look at this now this is the second point on that day God said never knew because you were a wicked Christian you didn't love your neighbor as yourself you only wish good things for yourself but you never wish good things for others look at this take it this is what Christians are doing today but what she has to do is what go and give this thing to her and then come that is what Jesus said if you come to the altar and you have anything against your brother put your gift at the altar and go and what so by the time you go and come, God has multiplied your gift. God bless you. How many have been blessed? So the anointing is going to bring you many things, but don't let the things become a God in your heart. And number two, when the anointing brings you things, share with your neighbor. Do you know that those days, some people, your friends could come and pick you from Ghana to abroad or Nigeria to abroad. Like, like what? Oh man, maybe because we bring you a bit if you was, ah, Wolfred, what so how many of you used to hear those things? And take care about that's all. How many of you used to hear those things? There are many people who are abroad today. It was a neighbor who picked them abroad. But not today. Because of wickedness. But I pray that the anointing will not make you wicked. Amen. Be on your feet and let's close. How many of you have been blessed today? So the anointing will give you things. But the, thing should, the anointing will give you a handsome guy. But that guy should not become your God. The anointing will give you a handsome boy. But that boy should not become your God. And when God gives you a handsome boy, I'm not saying share that boy with your neighbor. But you can share the food your boy gives you. What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> what do you think? 
What do you think? What do you think? James, you have nine shoes. Dash it. Until you dash, heaven can dash you. That's the problem today. We want to keep what we have, but we want to have more. The woman had to put her pot down. If I don't do well, if I don't do well, I don't do well. But if God is the one in your heart, he is king. When you wake up in the morning, you think I'm God. Lord, what can I do to make you happy? You are asking so many questions. Then after you think about God, God will say, if you want to make me happy, make your neighbor happy. Can I ask a question? How do you feel if your neighbor is in need? Recently, something happened. And I called one of my guys in the room and said, I am broken by this, so take this and do this. Lift up your hands and ask God to help you to love him. Forever. Ask God to help you to love him. If you know in your heart that there are things in your heart that is fighting you between your relationship with God, tell God to empty your heart. And number two, tell God to help you to love your neighbor as yourself. Quickly pray. Pray. Those in overflow, pray. That God should help you. That God should help you. If there is anything in your heart that is not right, you have things you made as God in your heart. Some of you, it's not God, it's things. It's money, it's cars, it's business, it's good. But the truth is, it can fight your work with God. And number two, if you have hatred towards somebody, ask the Lord to help you to love. Now, if we're here, every head by every eye closed. If we're here, you're not born again. You want to say, Pastor, I want to make a turnaround. I want to be serious with God. I want to love God. I want to work for God. I want to change. You used to love things, but now you want to love God. Give me a wave. You used to love things, but now you want to love God. Give me a wave. You used to love things. Some of you, it's either money or money. Nothing else. But you want to make a decision. You want to empty your heart and say, Lord, it's you. Some of you, you love some things more than God. The anointing has given you things, and now you are falling in love with the things more than the anointer. And today, I see God taking his place in your life. In Jesus' name. All right. The whole church, let's say, dear Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. Have mercy and forgive me. Write my name in the book of life. From today, I declare Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. May your life never be the same as you have connected to the word of God through his servant, Pastor Charles Inyaba. Connect with the man of God on Facebook and Instagram at Nyaba Charles.